Hi, I'm Tina Desiree Berg, and this week on the Right Wing Insanity Report, I am joined by photojournalist, independent journalist Zach Roberts. Um, we're going to talk about lots of things, including the recent Patriot Front joining up with March for Life March that just happened again in uh, Washington, D.C. So welcome, Zach. Hello. How goes it? It goes well. Um, we've got a good roundup this week because, of course, every week is a good roundup for white wing insanity these days. <laughs> well, good is in quotes. Just uh, yeah. if anyone just <laughs> fair. Yeah, I mean, yeah, meaning yeah. there's solid information to include. Um, but yeah. let's start with talking about Patriot Front. Uh, they're a neo-Nazi organization formed by Thomas Rousseau. We've talked about them on the show past in the past. Um, fascist organization that I think is growing. They're also heavily involved with the um, active clubs that are springing up across the country, which is like, you know, Nazi MMA boxing matches. Um, But I wanted to focus particularly on the anti-abortion group March for Life and the connections that Patriot Front has had within the last three years that we're aware of. Maybe I would say about that because Patriot Front only came after Charlottesville. Um, Thomas Rousseau had a different group um, that he was present at uh, Charlottesville with. Uh, So I'm saying three years, maybe four, but that's about it. Uh, But to give some history on that, I do have a copy of a leaked member call in which they were discussing their relationship um, with the March for Life group. Um, Let's play that so folks can get some idea of what we're talking about. Moving on. Um, And final notes before we get into the open forum, which is going to be, remember... Uh, Questions are to be delivered to me in the direct messages, and I will answer them here that way. You are not to speak. Um, So we will be moving into forward planning for 2022. I will tell you that um, that we have attended the uh, the March for Life events um, in several cities around the country for uh, many years now, going on four years now. So I hope it's not too much of a security risk to say that we're we're probably going to do it again this year. Um, If anybody, you know, you know, Antifa's out there with memories of goldfish, perhaps. so, uh, so, so yes, please, uh, please stay ready. We might have some more demonstrations coming up um, in the in the next month or so. Um, but do not worry too much because these are going to be very well planned, and we will be among friends at these events. Uh, these people at these uh, at these March for Life events have uh, really come to support us in the over the years, and because of the last year's cancellations of these events, we are expecting even larger crowds of supportive individuals who will no doubt have much more likely heard of us and have strong, strong opinions about our efforts and our privations to see the nation free. So please stand by uh, your directors, your organizers, your points of contact for instruction on these events. But uh, nonetheless, if you needed any additional uh, motive to keep yourself fit, in shape, ready um, and, and responsive, then there you go. Moving beyond that, we will be planning the rest of our year for 20. What's interesting to me about this, A, this was recorded in 2021. Um, at least that is what I'm, my understanding of this leak is. Um, and he's saying four years in this, and that's longer than Patriot Front has been known to the public. I don't know if he means with like his previous group or what, but I point mean, being, I, they, I believe the Patriot Front in whatever incarnation was kind of, you know, I mean, whether it was a genuinely formed organization was started after the breakup of a lot of groups after uh, the uh, Unite the Right yeah. rally in Charlottesville, after Vanguard America kind of evaporated to some extent um, and everyone kind of reformed and rejoined groups. Um, so, I mean, I guess it's four years. I, what, uh, I mean, for, Patriot Front is my understanding, though, is that like the first year that they really, really started showing up was probably the last year in in like full garb with with uh, banners and everything like that. So 
Right. So I just thought that was interesting because that, that is how I have only seen video of the last. But apparently they've been going longer than that. Maybe hiding out. I don't know. Who knows is yeah. what he's saying. But so, you know, March for Life, for folks that don't know, this is an anti-abortion organization. They've been around for over a decade. They've been doing yearly marches, not just in Washington, D.C., but they also go to other major cities like Chicago, whatnot. And yep. their entire goal was, of course, to overturn Roe v. Wade, which we've now seen happen. Um, but why do you think, in your opinion, you were there this year. Um, so why do you think, in your opinion, there's been this sort of conflation of these right wing extremists into the anti-abortion movement? Because I think for a lot of folks, this seems maybe counterintuitive. They they think that the anti-abortion crowd is all of these like, you know, Christians that are like, inclusive yeah, I mean, and whatnot but but a lot of yeah. nazis are christians so i think folks need to get used to that idea i mean the i mean the one of the biggest things is that um is that a lot of the uh a lot of the groups that we see on the extreme far right now are christian nationalist groups at their core and then they kind of go from oh how racist are they on different levels you know right. you know you have you have somebody like the groipers and you have nick fuentes who is like there are african-american member at least one i've seen one <laughs> um wow. and they really they really <laughs> tout they really tout that one member but it's also you know it's like the proud boys as well you have you know people like enrique tario um and they're not necessarily i don't know if i would say they're specifically a christian organization but the western right. values is always a wink and a nod to right. um well we know what western values means in a very defined set of things it doesn't mean muslim <laughs> you know it doesn't right. mean it definitely doesn't also mean it there are jewish members but it also doesn't really mean right. jewish you know um but uh you know i mean i think tommy rousseau there uh says uh says it in the, vi in, the in the audio where it's just like we will be we will be among friends at march for life um and i don't believe that he means like oh there's going to be other you know other Nazis, like actually <laughs> unite the right. He means that he's going to be friendly, yeah. and like I took a I, I took video last year. Yeah, in fact, let's play it. Out flyers. Yep. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for coming out. You recognize it? Hell yeah, brother. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Have a good one. Thanks for coming out. Would you like a flyer, sir? I got a couple. Be safe out there, guys. Thank you very much. You as well, sir. Stay safe, guys. Thank you as well. Thank you for coming out. Thank you for supporting the right to life. Yeah, it's I mean, it's you can hear which which the you know, the story of them coming out, everybody, there's cameras everywhere uh, covering them. I was lucky enough that I had a really good shotgun mic on. So I was able to grab the audio amongst, you know, a massive crowd of people talking. And I heard continually people thanking them for coming out, thanking or whatever, looking at the flyer, knowing a handful of group people very clearly understood who they were and had a really good idea. Mind you, this is a group, the Patriot Front, you can look at photos of them and, and, and see they're very upfront on who they are. They have fascist symbols that yeah. that are widely universally recognized as symbols. Right. They're masked. They got, you know, covered. I mean, they literally, they look like they came out of the, you know, uh, out of Charlottesville at, at Unite the Right rally. I mean, which they did, you know, I mean, they look, they look the part yeah. specifically for that reason. And I remember still explaining to woman that was like, oh, who are these people? Whatever. And I was just like, oh, they're a Christian nationalist organization that is, you know, fascist and, you know, doing system. And she's like, she's like, oh, they're Christian. That's great. And walked away. <laughs> like, and I was just like, I had explained to like who they were and they're chanting, you know, they're chanting, yeah. you know, very kind of, you know, intimidating things as well. And, um, but you know, that's, that's, what's important is that, yeah. uh, the March for life, um, mind you, I'm sure there there's, you know, atheist, uh, 
that show up that uh, are students for life and uh, um, I always forget progressive action or P-A-U-U-A-U um, is an organization of, uh, you know, younger people who are, you know, uh, LGBT supposedly right. and um, and uh, and atheists, some of them as well. And and so you do have like a spectrum, but it is at its core. <laughs> I mean, it is at it its core. Is, yeah. The Knights of the Col- Knights of Columbus run the basically run everything, not in a logistical thing, but on a right. well, I mean, on a logistical thing, not on a like financial thing. But they are the you know people that run the march and and do everything, right. which is a very extreme Catholic <laughs> organization. Um, and it's just like as again as a former Catholic who they 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 show up and try to you know indoctrinate you when you're a certain age into the Knights of Columbus and kind of invite you in and right that that was it was that was one of the more, more scary moments of Catholicism um, but they um, but they are there with friends there's there's other groups like the New Columbia movement which is a specifically um, Christian nationalist organization uh, that. Um, is not is, they, it's not anti-Semitic. I, I would say they wouldn't say they were anti-Semitic, but they are but specifically they are. Catholic. <laughs> yeah. And some Protestants are okay. Some, yeah, <laughs> no, I mean it's a thing. Like the Mel Gibson is just the tip of the iceberg on that. There are full-blown groups on Telegram now that um, call themselves Christian Aryans, uh, Christian Nazis. Like they're not hiding that anymore. They're definitely yeah. becoming more radicalized in that group. I mean, the, the core of the anti-abortion movement, I mean, the modern racism, the modern kind of racist movements that we have now and anti-Semitic movement really genuinely come out of the anti-abortion movement. Right. <laughs> and so we have, I mean, one of the things that we really forget um, is that the Atlanta bombing that happened, I think I might have actually said this, brought this up last time, um, right. but the Atlanta bombing that happened at the um, at the Olympics back yeah. in the 90s, that was actually an anti-abortion activist um, that yeah. bombed because they were didn't like univer- uh, basically uh, different societies and different colors of people coming together. And right. that's what a lot of the core active groups, Operation Save America comes out of that kind of thing. They're rallying down in South Carolina this month as well for a full week of harassing uh, the few like clinics and that sort of thing that still exist down there. Interesting. Um, so this year at the March for Life, was there anything that you noticed that was different? Did things seem more uh, intense in any way, ratcheted up? Well, I mean, one of the one of the biggest things is, uh, you know, uh, Patriot Front was there. They didn't come with banners. They didn't come with anything like that. Um, but they were there handing out flyers. Lucked, we just completely lucked out. And by like the only masked people that were there, we kind of immediately, a group of journalists uh, who follow these groups, we were just like, we might want to check those people out. And then we yeah. watched them stamp a sticker up on something. And I'm like, mm, that that's Patriot Front. I mean, okay. And then we found the sticker a minute, a couple minutes later when we walked over once they moved away. Um, but uh, they just started handing out flyers and they were masked yeah. up for the most part um, and wearing, you know, wearing khakis, wearing boots. There's, I mean, mind you, right. I wear khakis and boots. So, <laughs> it was just it's again, why a I wear it. Like I, blend, kind of I try to blend it sometimes it becomes a little scary when exactly. I blend it too. But, um, but they were handing out flyers and being really, you know, kind of quiet about it and, uh, you know, not really talking to people, um, and not really like chant, not chanting anything, but they were kind of moving okay. around. I followed them as long as I possibly could. They really didn't like that. Um, no. once they, once they <laughs> pegged, you know, that I was, uh, pegged out that I was filming them. Um, right. so, uh, but there was also, like I said, the new Columbia movement group there. There's also, um, 
but the biggest thing that's kind of uh, scary about the March for Life movement and the kind of anti-abortion movement as a whole is something that like I just interviewed Robin Marty from da yeah. uh, down in um, Alabama and we're talking about the fact that they're moving on to the next step and the next step about okay, so Roe versus Wade was overturned and that was never the goal. That was never, that was a goal in quotes. It was a step along the it's way. It's a stepping stone, that, yeah. The, the final step is basically mandatory pregnancy for women if you want to have sex. Um, and that's <sighs> and that's what, it, that's what, and the fact that it goes hand in hand with these groups, yeah. so many of these groups um, that are Christian nationalist organizations like Patriot Front and what their belief, role, the role of women um, are in society. And I say women because they, these groups don't recognize that trans people exist in a real way. Oh, not so, even remotely. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why I'm not being wider in that language, but, right. um, and, but no, I got you. Every like, single I mean, person. Yeah. Some of these photos you have, so protection at conception, no exception yeah. protection. So you already have protection at conception. Like you're, nobody's taking your right to conceive away, but yeah. you're right. No one's this forcing what, you. They're, this is, but they want to force women to have babies. Um, there is another part of that March or the March for Life Patriot Funk uh, member call that was leaked that I want to talk about. We can't play it because YouTube will take us down for playing it. I know this because I had it up on my District 34 channel and I got dinged for it. But yeah. they go on to talk about the fact that it's perfectly acceptable to rape young white women because what young white women aren't having white babies. And the only way to save yeah. the white race is if more white women have white babies and they absolutely say that it's okay to rape these young girls like if it's if it's a white girl and it's on your team yeah we have to force to have babies like yeah. I, I just you know i can't wrap my head around that i mean the, I, I talked to a couple young men who uh, they were on the venn diagram of gripers uh yeah, they okay. had you know follow rome they had signs there's uh and and kind of you know very Catholic and weren't exactly overjoyed with the current Pope. Um, and so you kind of also read that as where they are, but asking them, you know, you have to ask them, um, and this is not something that usually March for Life protesters will kind of, or not March for Life uh, ralliers will kind of go along with you and answer your questions is like, okay, so what's the end goal here? Where, what happens if a woman have, have an abortion? What, what do you want? And I, the fact that I got this one guy admitting that, um, yeah, no, I believe that women that have abortion should, should go to, should go to jail or whatever is equivalent <laughs> to murder. Because I mean, if you consider abortion murder, then right. what That's is the inevitable the outcome? And yeah. This is something that the March for Life organizers themselves will never say. They will never say this. Uh, until until it gets to that point and then maybe they will you know they've already march for i mean roe versus wade was supposed to be the end goal and having allowing states to have rights on what, what they're doing was supposed to be what these groups were for right. but obviously now that we have that the march for life wasn't just a celebration hey guys we had a great time we did everything thanks for coming out and you know we won't see you next year because we've succeeded the next step is Maybe not even a federal ban, but doing things like what attorney generals in 20 different states have sent letters to Walgreens and CVS demanding that they don't ship uh, abortion pills and also potentially prosecuting them um, and pro trying to prosecute the, pe the people and the doctors and the clinicians or whoever else that ships abortion pills, which again was supposed to be, which was supposed to be supposedly, if you talk to them three years ago, for the most part, they wouldn't talk about that because it's like, oh, no, no, we just, you know, when a baby's formed in the womb, you know, they'd have all kind of mushy language. But, you know, when you actually finally talk to some of the people, 
you'll actually get them to finally admit. It's like, well, yeah. the end goal is obviously we're going to have to prosecute right. women that do it. And right. because they're the ones, you know, murdering. It's like, it's so it's switched from, it used to be women are the victim of abortion. And so is the, so, so is the, the mur- unborn murderers. child. Yeah, right. And now, now they're going to do that because they have to do that because right. you have to keep stepping it up. A, because somebody's going to take over your game and become more hardcore than you and you're going to lose funding and supporters. This is the Trump. This is the same thing Trump is saying with, oh, my God, DeSantis is actually doing the things that I used to talk about. Now I have right. to up the game. <laughs> and so this right. is how the far right always works. And this no, is how you're not this wrong. Is, there's no ending of this. No, you're not wrong. They're ratcheting it up. And in fact, I was saving this for our right wing insanity roundup. But let's go ahead and play this now, Colin. I covered one of these Walgreens um events this weekend and yeah they're coming for plan b pills um uh, i haven't released all this video yet we haven't edited but there was a fight the fist fight that broke out between a couple of women and it was an anti-abortion one of the anti-abortion protesters actually decked somebody that had been walking by and stopped to engage in conversation decked her and then they they ended up you know getting in a fight but let's play this one clip of this um something this gal said that i thought was pretty crazy go just so you know, this is going to be a crime scene across America, and science says that it starts at conception. That's where life starts. And you want me to make a statement, science is catching up to the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, th- there's no universe in which science is catching up to the Bible. That's just asinine, right? Um, yeah. And this really Unless, of course, is- uh, I missed it when science created, you know, biblically true angels. And, uh, you know, there's these spiraling feathered creatures <laughs> yeah. I, yeah i mean she so she had been shouting some of these things into a bullhorn and i was kind of like wait what i mean so i'd asked her i'm like would you talk to the you know talk to the camera and she said absolutely so i'm like okay let's do this but i just don't understand okay listen my thing is this if you want to have a religious belief that life begins at conception and then that's protected and holy because god blah 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 fine yeah. but don't start trying to make it about science because it's not it's a religion that's 100 percent a religious belief and secondly why do you have to infringe on other people's rights nobody's forcing you to have an abortion nobody's forcing you to change your religious beliefs you're entitled to have those things we have a first amendment in this country but it's but how do they not see that they're the ones that are going for other people's civil liberties how do they not see that it's like they're almost like experts at negative arguments right yeah I mean, it's it's one of the core. I mean, one of the problems is, is what's one of the core tenets of Christianity is evangelicism. <laughs> I mean, uh, right. like again, as Catholic Catholics are really big on it, but like most most uh, branches of Catholicism have some level of evangelicism um, because there's not you know there's not like the ethnic kind of edge of it uh, usually, and so you have to either create new Catholics or Christians, or you have to bring them into the fold. And the idea is, is that, you know, you have to also be continually trying to save people as part of your kind of tenets of, because, I mean, here's the thing is that like, if you really believe in most of like fire and brimstone uh, Christianity, is that you believe that if you don't save these people that you supposedly care about, is that they're going to a literal physical hell where they were burned for for all of damnation and for all time. And, and so I, I totally get it. But the problem is, is that also has a flip side. It's just like, it's very nice that you're trying to save me from, from a literal hell. But on yeah. the flip side, <laughs> you also believe then that there's actual, the devil is a, is a, a real, a real being. being. And, and hell it, is and real. And, yeah. 
And so right. what do you do when you literally believe, I mean, this goes to the vaccine kind of world as well. If you believe that- Oh yeah, you know, they're all anti-vaxxers. It's people, wild. Of course, yeah, I mean, of course. Um, but it's just like, if you believe that people are giving, you know, giving deadly shots to children right. and, you know, ter- you know, killing them or whatever, obviously the response is you have to do something. If I genuinely believed and I spent all my time researching or whatever that these people were physically doing this, I, I don't I don't know what else I would what you'd have to do. You'd have to physically stop people from from getting shots or stop people from getting abortions or do whatever. If you literally believe that someone's going into that building and either getting an injection that's going to kill them or or having a medical procedure that is going to kill a fully formed child. I mean, yeah, of right. course you have to do right. that. So and so this is it's inherent in the movement. <laughs> it is inherent in the movement. But then I, you know, I did try to talk to this girl and said, but these pills aren't performing an abortion. They're basically uh, preventing a zygote from being attached to the uterine lining. I, so, but, you know, again, she went into this life begins at conception and that's murder. And, and then I said to her, your, your, your poster isn't even accurate. That's some bizarre Photoshop you guys have created. That's like, if you take a pill, you're not going to end up on the floor dying like that. That's just not. I mean, she's like, no, this is are, real. This is literally a woman yeah. that ha-. I'm like, okay, like I can't. This, I mean, this is the same crowd though. I mean, like in March for Life, I, I I've taken photos that like can't be printed anywhere, um, which is wild yeah. because it's like I can't think of any. I've been you know covered a thousand lefty protests. I don't think there's a single sign outside of maybe a swear word being on right. it that I couldn't print somewhere or that no one would print. But like every single time I cover a uh, anti-abortion rally, there are photos of the as what I call the fetus, the fetus fetishists um, who have yeah. the large mangled corpse. Right. You know, uh, uh, that aren't even metaphor. real. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, this is the same. These this is the same March for Life that whole that uh, PAUU uh, participates in. And these are groups of people like Lauren Handy who not only do clinic break-ins and harass people that try to go and get just at this point in a lot of places like Planned Parenthoods in a lot of part of the country and met, uh, and former abortion clinics, like again, like Robin Marty's down in uh, right. the West Alabama health center. Um, it's just a, it's just a healthcare center. It's just women can yeah. go in and get right. healthcare and check out because they can't, they can't do anything else. And, and so they still harass people at these clinics. They still get death threats. They still do everything because it's just the idea of it. But is the fact that we 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 just can't move on from um, from this idea that any basically women getting any sort of health at all is 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 at all acceptable? So no, and it's crazy, and it's crazy to me how many other women participate in this yeah. viewpoint. Right? They they're fine with their rights being taken away. They're fine being diminished to that statue. And I just I can't help but thinking they've just been indoctrinated or or, or you know sucked into these rabbit holes and if this is the only stuff you hear all the time you know 24 7 especially if if you're a child going forward it's understandable how this happens but god you just want to be like can i just give you a hug and get you out of this belief system you're being sucked into it's really uh unhealthy so many so many of these people are a level i mean like the lauren handy the person i was uh, mentioning before is just like this is a woman who had dozens or hundred uh over a hundred uh pieces of fetuses kept in her home in in a suburb in dc and she's looking at jail time i thought she was at least she's weirdly still able to protest in in front of planned parenthoods and things like that this is this is it's wild she had that they were supposedly burying and they acquired somehow suppose they have a story about how they acquired. i'm sorry are you kidding me 
Oh no no no! This is very well very well documented. They Somehow I've missed this. Conference. That is insane. Oh yeah, no, Lauren Handy, the wow. PA uh, uh, PAU. I always miss up their uh, acronym. Um, supposedly progressive anti-abortion uh, people, and uh, these are the groups that will show up and they they protest every year before the March for Life ra- uh, rally at uh, the Democratic headquarters, claiming right. that they're Democrats in every other way except right. for abortion. Except for this, wanna, I didn't know that you know, she had this. had been found with body parts at her house, though. That's wow. Oh yeah, That's... yeah. Well, well, you know, uh, I think it was over hundred uh, over hundred. Uh, 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 basically medical waste. I mean, that's really right. at the end of the day. Um, but they supposedly were doing like a whole burial, which is, it, it's also wild because they refused to tell us um, because I we asked this question. Yeah. Okay, so you took, if you believe that these are someone's children that you took that are, that are unborn fetuses um, and buried them in a Catholic ceremony, A, did you know, did you contact the parents uh, of these, uh, the contact the woman and ask her, A, are you Christian? Do you right. want a Christian burial for your thing? And also, do you want to know where your child is buried? Because supposedly they buried a bunch of this, uh, a bunch of uh, the the of the uh, fetuses that they that they stole. That's deranged. And they wouldn't answer. Um, and they they won't. <laughs> they obviously won't because they, we don't even know where the stuff came from. But no, but they're looking at prosecution for it. Um, as we speak, so that's wow, that's entirely deranged. Still able to pro- still able to protest in front of uh, uh, Planned Parenthood uh, last month uh, for some reason, and literally block their doorway um, as people were trying to get in. So, so let me ask yeah. you this, Zach: Other right wing extremist groups besides Patriot Front, um, have you noticed any at the last March for Life? Um, I mean, like uh, the New Columbia movement is a is a right. You mentioned uh, them, a yeah. Newer group. Yeah. Are they a fascist um, organization, or what's their whole story? They're they're a, a Christian. I I would I don't know if they would admit that they were fascist, but yeah. in every way, <laughs> they're a Christian nationalist organization that okay. um, they had a really hard time when I talked to one of their leaders. Um, really had a hard time saying what part what position either atheists, Muslims, or Jewish people would have in their dream society. Um, They certainly wouldn't be able to participate in government. Um, So like very, very, they're, I mean, basically talk, talk your way into them being a Christian fascist organization. Um, But they believe that there should be a, you know, a whole, uh, basically a a movement, a supposedly somehow also peaceful movement that this is going to just happen Um, because none of these groups will ever admit that how do you take away power from people Um, and they're not exactly, it's like they're pushing for a demo, you know, it's like, oh, we should just vote our way in there. And so it's like, oh, it's just going to happen somehow. So, um, but yeah, I think, (laughs) you know, that's it though. They're giving up on democracy because they keep trying at democracy and they haven't been able to get their, you know, legislative goalposts entirely put in place. So now they're kind of going to this point where they're saying it's okay if we have some fascism, if we get our guys in, it's crazy though. I mean, it's it's hard to believe that a lot of these people ever genuinely they they saw um, democracy or they saw voting as a an ends to their means. Um, right. I mean, these are people that work with big billionaire donors. I mean, all of these groups have have d- very decent funding that any lefty yeah. group on the other side would kind of dream of. CNP, yeah, um, Koch brothers, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and so they they're both using each other. The Koch brothers are using kind of this movement. Right. I doubt that the Koch brothers really give a damn you shit about. about uh, the, I, yeah. I agree with you. They don't. Yeah. You know, well, the the <laughs> Coke, the Coke. He's there's no longer brothers. The, um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, 
The one um, that remains. But no, I think you're yes. right. They they benefit from the instability and civil unrest, and they know they do. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, and they're and again, these are all these are useful idiots for um, right. the end kind of libertarian right-wing right. dreams of of the Koch brothers and all those uh, other Thiel. families. And I, I yeah. mean, I think some of the big billionaire backers are genuinely, you know, genuinely um, extreme, let's just say extreme Christians, for lack of a better term. Right. Um, I do believe that. But again, like the fact is that like they kind of use the idea of, well, in a Christian society, there's the Protestant work ethic basically uh, on crack. And so we'll, you know, we'll be able to kind of push through this idea of like, oh, good Christian workers follow their their leaders and the the pastors. You, we have the spread of the prosperity gospel is such a huge thing, right. uh, where you know you're you get closer to God the more successful you are. As you know, if you have three Mercedes, three hundred class, you you're you're just a little bit closer. Um, right. And so that kind of idea, like again, they go hand in hand, and so it's a profit making center. The, the, the scary thing is that last year I documented um, that uh, the lawyer groups, um, uh, Thomas More Society is a law group that uh, basically was fighting a lot of the uh, anti-abortion cases. And you, you basically yeah. you'll see them, them uh, their name on every single kind of abortion group or at least lawyers from that group. But okay. one thing that they they it was wild kind of like how they would kind of move in and out of it is they knew they know that the new grift is um election interfere election um protection not election protection but um is talking about stolen elections and so literally now they're now the same lawyers that used to try anti-abortion cases and are doing that try to legislate (laughs) um anti-abortion issues and like make it harder for clinics to do things are also now fighting the same thing and talking about zuck bucks and and things like that and just how it interchanges how quickly because that's where the grift is. That's where the money is. Um, oh and that's where, God. you know, a lot of people, you can draw people in um, that may not necessarily, abortion may not be their issue, um, but they really care and they are really believe about the Dominion voting machines and everything like that. And right, so you can pull right. them into the same world. And then now your numbers are, you know, tripled. Well, that's what they're doing, right? Is they're red pilling folks from these outlier um, issues that they kind of drum up and then they kind of, you know, lure them further to the right. This is something we've seen with vaccines, you know, quote unquote election integrity, you know, and a handful of other things. Oh, go ahead. The Venn diagram. Oh, no, just the weird, the very extremely weird idea that like 20 years ago, I mean, everything in life is like, oh, 20 years ago, would you ever imagine this? The idea that anti abortion. People that care about elections in some way, shape, and form, and, care, and yeah. also <laughs> and vaccines. And vaccines, like, the like idea what that, the hell? I, mean, I, I wrote I wrote a comic book with Bobby Kennedy 15 years ago. The oh, idea really? that <laughs> the That's idea hilarious. that like he would be basically a far like on stage with these lunatics. I mean, I always knew I know that he it's had, insane, like, right? But, but yeah, he's got really um, sucked into that. It's wild. He's I like he's become... gone. I mean, it's, it's very unfortunate to say because like he he's a guy that really ca- I mean, you know, I know people that work in his uh, the environmental groups that he started um, the inlet keepers uh, groups. Oh, really? And OK. They're like, we have to remove we we can't figure out we have to remove his name from our website because, you know, and and, and yeah. it's like his distro- the fact of like everything that he he uh, kind of touched had to be it was completely destroyed it's by tragic. the fact that he's completely off the walls. I've had multiple conversations with him over the years, personal dinner, sat down with his kids, had dinner, never once brought up any of this. Wasn't even in the conversation. We talked about elections. We talked about that. And so like this idea that, that he's this far gone, 
I, I, I don't know. I mean, the pandemic broke a lot of people, but it, it did broke him it, in a way that it yeah. is. Yeah, it did. It really, like people I never thought were anti-science. I see turning into massive anti-vaxxers is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to bring up this article from American magazine. The reason being this is a Jesuit Jesuits uh, political magazine. So it's definitely mm-hmm. a Christian Christian publication, but Jesu- Jesuits, I think, are a little bit more liberal than a lot of the other organizations are. But it's addressing, you know, March for Life and the right wing extremist uh, problem from that viewpoint. Um, so Destiny Hendon De La Rosa did not understand what was happening at first when a young man in khaki pants and a camo jacket. I think this is probably somebody from Patriot Front. Yep. approached a meetup she was jo- uh, joining during the March for Life on January 21st, helmeted, his identity obscured by the face-covering balakava, de rigueur among U.S. extremists of all, of all stripes, the young man launched a one-sided confrontation with the group. Fuck, fuck, it says fuck, they blotted out, but fuck you guys, he told members of pro, pro-black, pro-life, and Democrats for Life contingents gathered for the event. In 10 years, when the Civil War breaks out, you guys are done. Okay, so this is him showing his Nazi roots right there, right? We were so baffled, said uh, Sherilyn Holloway, the founder of Pro-Black, Pro-Life. Miss Hendren De La Rosa, the founder and president of New Wave Feminists, believed at first that the young man emerged from a group of counter-demonstrators nearby. We thought he meant pro-lifers, like he was some pro-abortion activist or something. We just said, well, God bless you. I, so there, I mean, so there are factions of this march where they're still not processing exactly where they're at right so some of these folks i think probably are kind of baffled by this um tracked that day by a cnn news crew miss hendron de la rosa had been on her best behavior a calm joyful wonderful pro-life feminist but when she slowly realized that the man's comments had been directed at pro-black pro-life members she forgot all about cnn and pulled out her bull bullhorn Fuck Nazi, she she shouted at a uh, at front members gathered nearby. <laughs> Good for her. Yeah. She felt bad about that later. She said before deciding that in the end her gut reaction was authentic and appropriate. How beautiful would it have been if when these white supremacist groups come out here organizing like organizing this little clump over there on the sidewalk, if we were all screaming at them, get out, get out, racism, racism has no place here. She said. Okay, so. I want to point out that I don't think she understands the temperature of the country right now. I don't think she understands uh, the history and uh, March for Life as a whole. Um, The idea that like the idea that uh, so much of the uh, anti-abortion movement isn't wholly based on the idea of having more white babies um, as a problem. I mean, the fact that the fact that almost every anti-abortion group out there uses race as a conversation talking yeah, about they do. There's billboards all across the country that talk about how many black babies are, are uh, taken. You can drive through Atlanta and there's one every couple of 20, you know, 20 miles or so. And talking about how this is really centering it in this world. And so <laughs> this right, is, it's, but it's, then it's, they I, turn I'm, around, I'm, Zach, then they turn around in their private telegram chats and like, are like, good, let them abort the black babies, but we need to preserve our white babies and also it's okay to rape young white women like i mean i mean the fact that the fact that uh um as far as i can tell there hasn't been a statement issued about uh patriot front being once again at march for life and not booted i mean like the fact that like there are there's um um i forget what they call them the protest the people that like kind of like keep people on the road and everything like that it's a word um but like knights for columbus and and other groups basically perform that kind of action 
Um, you know, kind of people, if you're at a lefty protest, usually it's like an orange t-shirt. Um, and right. the fact that these guys are there and handing out flyers and very clearly- And no one's stopping them, yeah. No one's stopping them, no one boots them out. The fact that the March for Life was able to just march alongside them at, in, D in, in DC and in, in Chicago last year as well, and I believe San Francisco as well. And the fact, I mean, <laughs> I get that they're not, they're not supposedly at least not a violent organization or anything like that, March for Life, but like you would think that like this would be the sort of thing that you need to really genuinely deal with as opposed to just kind of like, issue right. a quiet statement maybe on Twitter and never deal with it again. Like, I don't know, like anytime you, if what's the, what's I, I forget the phrase this is like, basically like if there's a Nazi flag at your, at your protest, if there's one Nazi flag at your protest and no one yeah. does anything about it, you're condoning it. Rally. I agree. <laughs> you know? You're condoning it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because if and you really felt like it was a problem, you'd run that guy out. I've seen this time and time again, guys wearing, yeah. you know, the guy that had the uh, swastika necklace on. I mean, yeah. obviously they're saying, you know, you you pulled them aside, the other folks, and asked them why they're okay with that. And they're like, well, we're not. I'm like, but you are. You're not running these guys out. Yeah. Like, I, there's a certain it, level it, of tolerance for that. Yeah. And, and, and the fact that, like, so much, you know, so much of their membership have, have stronger beliefs on this. It took, you know, the fact that uh, um, there's, you know, Catholic priests who have been booted from, rooted from their, uh, they've been defrocked um, that uh, speak at these rallies and that are honored members of uh, the kind of the March for Life world. And the Catholic, the, the Pope booted them out of the religion as a priest. And okay. for some reason, still, these people are honored members basically because of the vile, relatively, not relatively, very genuinely terrible things that they're sh sharing yeah. on social media and that yeah. these people are still welcome. I get that you have a big tent, um, but you know what? Um, there's <laughs> yeah, there's right. only so much so much room in a revival for uh, for basically right full right wing extremists. If you're if I mean if you're pretending that this movement is a kind movement that's really just cares about you know unborn babies, yeah, that's fine. But you need to then you know you need to kind of take care of this. You know I mean like you need they're the, not the going does to this yeah, all the time. I think, yeah, if somebody shows right. up, you'd be like, no, you're right. out. Even the standard Republican Party used to do this kind of thing to some level, yeah. but you know, it seems that now, you know, not anymore. I mean, now they're. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, they're not anymore. Well, I mean, they know that they know that at their base that like you know that a good percentage of the people marching, you know, there's like, because I mean, one thing they'll always point out is that oh, there's there was there was thirty uh, Patriot Front members that yeah. that uh, marched. And then there was, you know, 30,000 people in the rally. Like, are you really going to just talk about this? Never mind the fact that anytime yeah. there's a broken window at a uh, 20,000 Black Lives Matter march, the entire march was violent. But, you know, we'll, right. we'll, we'll move around that <laughs> right. idea, you know. But You're like right. this idea, yeah. though, is that, again, every single time I've ever covered a Black Lives Matter protest and some per somebody's breaking a window or somebody's yeah. not even necessarily breaking a window, but like doing something violent or doing something that is out of the kind of definition of the march, they get they get moved, they get dealt with very quickly, especially in the last couple of years, because they know what yeah. the image looks like. And the fact that like March for Life seems to think they're bigger than this issue and don't care. No, I mean I, we've I, even I, seen I, right wing we've even seen white right wing extremists show up at BLM marches and smash windows. Like that's not even yeah, a yeah. conspiracy theory. It's been happened a few times. So yeah, yeah. I don't 
I think a lot of it has to do with accelerationist kind of viewpoints, right? We want to accelerate the point of civil unrest, civil um, public distrust. We want to get that to the point where there's an actual, you know, Rohawa, the ro- yeah. racial holy war, right? That's the end game. The, the organized the, the leadership of the, you know, not just for March for Life, but the like larger organizations that that take part in in March for Life, because most, most of the people that are physically marching in March for Life are just uh, Catholic schools, Catholic school kids. Mind you, the first photo that I took when I walked upon March for Life was a Catholic high school kid with a all one with an all lives matter flag and one with a confederate flag that had an ak that had a i'm sorry an ar15 across it um okay like that was the first photo that i took at march for life uh this this just last month and so the fact that like immediately once like me and a couple other journalists were like oh we're gonna go talk to this young man about his belief that like kind of the cat the the uh priest kind of swarmed was like put the flag away you (laughs) like it was very clearly put that away and we never saw it again but we did see all lives matter flags all over the place they were selling them you can always tell that the tenor of a rally by the way of with the the merchants that kind of show up and like sell flags or whatever. There's a reason why there was don't tread on me flags. There's a reason why there was all lives matter flags. There was a reason why there was even Confederate flags with uh, AR-15s across them that were sold there. And a lot, a lot of Donald Trump uh, flags in that world. And so they're not gonna show up, you know, they're not gonna show up with uh, Black Lives Matter flags at this rally because they know who they're selling to. Just like in the same way that March for Life and the other organizers there know who they're messaging to, who they know who their members are. There's no way that these multi-million dollar organizations aren't doing continual polling and aren't continually right. doing like social media, you know, A B testings on like what messages go forward and what their right. base looks like. And there's a reason why they let these organizations keep coming because they know yeah. if they like stood out and was, you know, screamed at them and is like, there's no place for these people here. And if they show up, we will ask we will immediately remove you from the space but they don't but they don't no i I, you're right i think there's a reason for that all right so now let's switch gear and i have what i do my uh weekly right-wing insanity roundup which is basically some things that are happening this week that are kind of on the crazy side um we've got a host of them this week i want to start off talking about brandon russell he was just arrested this monday um, so Brandon Russell used to be part of uh, Adam Waffen division, which so he has been in jail. He was released from jail. He's now been arrested again because he was part of a group planning a attack on a power grid. So um, let's pull that up, call in the affidavit so folks can see what we're talking about him. But his girlfriend, um, who my fake Nazi account uh, on Telegram was in a couple of rooms with her, actually. Um, so basically they were planning, um, her name is Sarah Beth, uh, Clendaniel. They were planning to take out the Baltimore power grid. Um, also I want to mention that, you know, we had had multiple occasions of this where it's been happening. I've seen the, uh, national socialists in Florida talking about also taking out power grids. So apparently this is something the right wing wants to do. I think, um, as part of this accelerationist program, right? Take out take out the power grid we'll get somewhere with this um so his previous uh his previous arrest was for explosive charges right so he um let's pull up the neo-nazi leader sentenced to five years in federal prison for explosive charges he's a guy that kind of um and was enamored with timothy mcveigh 
So Russell, an active and founding member of a neo-Nazi group, was sentenced today by a federal judge after he unlawfully possessed and stored dangerous explosive materials in his home. And acting assistant attorney General Boente, this case is but one example of the National Security Division's result to identify, disrupt, and prevent terrorist threats, whether domestic or international. I am thankful for the great collaboration and coordination among our law, enforce- law enforcement partners in bringing this case forward. Uh, their quick response and in-depth investigation has resulted in successful prosecution. So basically, the guy had explosives. I, we don't know what he was planning to do with him, but um, two of the other ones, one of them had actually converted to being a Muslim, one of the Adam Waffen Division guys down in Florida, and he was getting bullied by the other two guys and, and was killed. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Did you follow any of this? <laughs> I, I haven't that the, closely enough to comment on it, no. <laughs> Okay, um, so there's that. And then I want to, um, Colin, one last thing. I want to pull up his girlfriend's telegram. There we go. Yep. So these were the kinds of photos she was pro- putting up there. Universal order. I know. <sighs> I, I, anyway. I always, I, uh, there's, when, when you cover this stuff long enough, there's like a level of like dark humor that you kind of have to take from some things. Yeah. And the fact that yeah. like Nazis still like share like cat photos and things like that. I know. You're just like, <laughs> and the cat. And there's the cat with the swastika. Yeah, it's still cat world. memes are, are universal. The one thing maybe we can all come right. together on is. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. And in oh. fact, there's, there's another telegram called uh, Zoomer Waffen. So I'm guessing it's a Zoomer that runs this account or somebody that wants to be perceived as a Zoomer. Yeah. But in, in, in between all of these Nazi things, he posts all these cat videos. It's just like, yeah. really? <laughs> I mean, it's it's uh, um, the one, there's one thing. This is like slightly uh, sidetracked, but it's I've noticed that um, the Epoch Times, um, yeah. you know the yeah the newspaper uh, news in big quotes um, news yeah definitely not a, news <laughs> yeah exactly yeah uh, they've started a uh, a new uh, Twitter channel um, yeah. that basically shares that. like funny videos and and like social viral social media content. Right. I'm constantly seeing it because it's advertised and people are sharing it tens of thousands of times. Ugh. And, um, obviously this is, you know, this is Elon Musk's That's Twitter. So, you know, yeah. it's not necessarily surprising, but it is, it is, they know, they know that this viral kind of content can slide people really easily. Again, right. like if you get, this is why like it's always really dangerous to like share those Alex Jones memes about like him playing country, you know, the country music song. It's very fun. And like I shared them and I probably will continue to do some level because I have a very fo- kind of focused uh, group of people that follow me on, on social media. But yeah, um, is because it's this fun way of like, oh, you can just slide people in, you know, into this thing. It's like, oh, watch some cat videos. And then, oh, that's weird. There's an election integrity um, conference coming up for me sponsored by Epoch, you know, and, and you just like, oh, that's the brand recognition that I recognize. And so. And so all of a sudden they think it's yeah. not. So Epoch Times, for folks that don't know, was started by a, a cult, basically. They're very pro-Trump. They're anti-vax. They're definitely not unbiased news. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're, they're uh, a disinformation uh, They are disinformation. Very well-funded uh, disinformation yeah. network that uh, is deeply confusing on their politics historically, but um, but like well, over... I think they're just driven by anti-communist belief, no matter what that looks yeah, like. Yeah, I mean but... they'll go kind of wherever that is, even though you know, again, like what is Donald Trump ever done for anti-China? You know, anti-China, uh, which is something you know, you even let those balloons float over because that's nothing. The but it's, thing it's in the Falun world Gong, which about. is the it's a Falun Gong, which is a Chinese American cult that's in New York for folks that want to look it up that um, runs Epoch Times. That's their um, their base. Yeah. All right, so now I want to talk about so the Grammys. Um, <laughs> So, so now, you know, all the right wing 
Telegram, Twitter, all of it is just enraged by what they're calling a satanic worship song. Um, so I want to look at some of the fallout from that. And um, so this uh, video is a guy that's really angry that Pfizer, Pfizer sponsored the Grammys. They had some ads. So now it's destroy Pfizer. So let's play this clip. Filthy Pfizer Satanists. Okay. Triple boosting people. Bunch of satanic chimeric parasite injecting uh, snake venom peptide eugenicist. Disgusting people. It's time. You know what we need to do? Um. Pfizer is just a manufacturing plant for Satan, okay? We need to shut that freaking place down. Shut it down. Destroy Pfizer now. Do it now. Do it now. Go over the wall. Get into their freaking buildings. Unplug all their freaking equipment. Let's go. It's time to storm the Bastille, is it not? Mm. Huh? Oh, that's illegal. Really? They're killing people and bragging about it and sponsoring this freaking crap right here. They should be shut down for sponsoring this level of Satanism that should never occur here on Earth. Pfizer corporatism must be destroyed, must be destroyed. <laughs> I mean, that there's there's a lot in there that I agree with. <laughs> Right. Pfizer so here, big pharmaceutical companies. This is something right. again we can come to. You know that that meme. But with for the, the different reasons, hands. like Pfizer, like might they they go after the wrong reasons? Like Pfizer's bad because they're greedy and they are holding the patent to a life saving thing that could help lots no. of people. And our government's participating in that because it's taxpayer funded dollars that fund the research. Yet they get to hold the patent. So you can attack that system for the greed it is. But saying going after the scientists is ridiculous. The scientists sound calling them Satanists because of a transgender musical performance. Um, I mean, really? <laughs> I mean, it is the thing, is that like, is that, um, oh boy. this is like, this is what we've got now gone is that we're way past scholastic, scholastic terrorism. We are. Um, we're literally telling people to go do this. I mean, this is uh, something that like I've noticed because Alex Jones set the bar of where, you know, so much of right wing media kind of discusses, but he would he would never say this. And this is not me defending Alex Jones in any way, shape, and form. But it is it is stunning to watch people have to, you have to one up or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and this yeah. is they're literally telling people to go. There's no sense of irony. There's no like metaphorically, politically, we have to go do this. We right. have to, you know, literally storm what was he said, something uh, storm the Bastille. We have to the jump Bastille. over the fences. <laughs> He's telling literally go into the buildings and do these things. Um, and, and, and I so, think they mean it. I think they really literally, if they could figure out how to destroy Pfizer headquarters, they 100% would. 100%. I mean, you have you have the you have the 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 co-host there going mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah, doing get, like, giving the mm -hmm, with her eyes closed like like she's at some church service or something like that listening yeah. to a a pastor, which again, this is again, this is sounds very much He's using every adjective he can think of in the book. He's bringing up, I mean, it's amazing how many, I didn't even have time to type down all of the different conspiracy theories, but the snake venom yeah. one is one of my, one of my faves of uh, the conspiracy of what's in um, what I'm trying to remember if the snake venom one is, is that snake venom can cure the vaccine or it, it's physically in the vaccine. I, I'm, it's, there's so many variations. There's so many too. variations of it. I mean, these yeah. guys are, you know, pouring their own pee over their eyeballs as a cure for COVID. So I mean, who knows? <laughs> it's yeah. I mean, and that's, if you do the weird home remedy type of things, you know, right. but um, 
I guess that's on you. Um, literally, <laughs> but, I mean, let's. Um, but that's not. Ex- but my favorite thing is like they they say that the vaccines are experimental, but like pouring pee over your eyes is what now? That's that I mean, sounds. I mean, science? the bleach water is always I mean, a big one. A big one. The too, bleach water, like that one drink too. You're like diluted bleach. That's um, sound science. How exactly? I mean, it's yeah. 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 No, I so, mean, but you know, this is the, the, the biggest thing in that, in those clips though, is it scares me. Is it like, you know, yeah. Uh, uh, 10,000, I mean, God only knows what his, his real numbers are and everything like that. The incredible number of people that watch and listen to this right. stuff. Um, but you know, let's say, you know, 10,000 people hear that, uh, watch that clip. There's 10 people, <laughs> there's 10 people who are going to go, yes, we should plan for that. And the problem right. is as well, is that like, and this is something again, that I always use kind of like the left, I don't think that there's a uh, was what's his name the the Twitch streamer Hassan like the, yeah. who's I don't know what the comparison the lefty conspiracy like who's a really popular twi- uh, lefty it, that it, guy uh, let's say yeah but I have so many of these guys I wouldn't even consider left they've been red pilled right oh I no mean, I mean but but like I'm, you know but I'm thinking of like the like a lefty equivalent of saying like getting like oh we should be angry oh, at you know right, at Donald right. Trump we should rise the difference <sighs> is your fan base you have you know who your fan yeah. base are. And so these people know who their fan base are. They know right. that they are, that Riling half of their fan base has a basement that is maybe, you know, that is, that is, uh, uh, it's got, you know, 10,000 cans in it and they're yeah. prepping for the end times. And Guns, they've got, whatnot, but the biggest yeah. thing is that they, they're the they're reason why there's bullet shortages. Yeah, 100%. You know? And so they know who they're talking to and right. you have to be aware of who your audience is when you right. say, especially if you're saying extreme things, you know, Bernie yeah. can be like, you know, we got to burn down uh um, we got to burn down, uh, you know, the pharmaceutical companies. Does he yeah, actually but he mean means, burning down? No, the- he means B-E-R-N. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I mean, it's a, it's a euthanism. <laughs> there you go. I didn't even think of yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree with you. I'm, you know, a lot of it is grifting, but it is driving acceleration, nihilism. All of these things are kind of ratcheting up. Um, and yeah. to that effect, I wanted to play what Tucker Carlson had to say about this. They're, they're so shameless about this. They don't even care. <laughs> Tonight's transgender Satanism brought to you by Pfizer. <laughs> Inject their products into your body. <laughs> so great. Chadwick Moore, awesome to see you tonight. I mean, I, I guess, you know, the satanic panic is back. Uh, not that he- I right. <laughs> so let's, let's just read. You know, the 80s are the huge rave on, know, with all right? the kids. So I let's bring the, back the satanic panic. I mean, you know? these idiots really think that, like, this is, like, full-blown Satan worship. They really believe this? Like, come on. It's just a performance. It's, like... I mean, I, I, I'm I'm old enough to remember when like Wick, uh, Wiccan was like, oh yeah, was the big scare. Like actually, the, not like believe you, like the actual records Wiccan, playing fake, backwards. You know, like that. And yeah. that like, oh, oh, I remember tarot cards was the big was one of the big ter- you know terrifying <laughs> things that was going to bring all kids to Satanism. Hell, I was I was yeah. looking at Barnes and Noble when Harry Potter was being sold, and then that was going to bring everybody. And now we see right. how that's and now going. she's a turf. Yeah, that. I mean. Um, but it is but it is it's it's kind of sad how like the same people just keep getting sold on the same bill of lies every single time and yep and the fact that everyone just keeps buying into it in a different way and you know tucker carlson is is an insane person on on any level and that i don't know where his his kind of drift ends because he just keeps going farther and farther um i mean Again, he like keeps he going just, farther and farther. I mean, the white genocide stuff that he basically st- says daily at this point is is really frightful, if you ask me. 
Yeah, I mean the fact and the fact that he's you know again he's on a main he's not Alex Jones he's not pigeonholed. No, he's got a huge audience, millions of people. Yeah. Yeah, and he's he's on he's on he's on in airports in the you know in the background. It's just like he's he's omnipresent everywhere. I've I've gone into doctors' offices where they have Fox News on. I immediately leave and like I'm not going. I'm not paying you to. Yeah, I feel like that's a good like. Like, you, don't, really? you don't need a you don't need a Yelp review on that. You just need to go. No. Fox was on. You just TV. need to go. Gotta Tucker go. Carlson was on. Yeah, yeah. gotta go. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out, y'all. Well, you know, speaking of Tucker Carlson, um, let's bring up Pet Skunk. How many right wingers are going to adopt Pet Skunks now? This is this is an actual screenshot. It may be time <laughs> to add a baby skunk to your family. I. I, I mean, Okay, I guess. Like, yeah, that's a real. I mean, you folks, is, that is a real screenshot. It's it's hilarious. And it, it, his face is always the same. <laughs> it's like no matter what he's saying, no matter people could be like, by the way, the sky is blue, and he looks shocked. Um, so like that could be literally used for anything. But it's you know, I mean, I this mean, is part of you know Tucker Carlson. Like I, at this point, it has to be managed. I mean, there's it's a billion, it's a multi hundred million dollar you know, empires, Tucker Carlson with his own network. But this is one of the like uncomfortable things is that we use, I'm laughing at it. And so not, I'm not shaming anybody else who's laughing at it, but it's just like, he uses these like ridiculous clips intermingled with the white genocide stuff. Right. So it's kind of like, like the oh, baby cats, right? Ridiculous guys, you know, and that's, right. you know, it's part of the Alex Jones, like the whole kind of mentality of, Oh, I'm a performer when, he, when it's illegal, when he's being sued by somebody, he's like, right. Oh, I don't really believe this stuff. I'm doing a performance act. Um, and that's, I mean, let's, I hate to say it, but like in 10 years or hopefully uh, whatever, whenever it's in a year, six months or whatever, when finally something happens and he ends up getting sued or something like that happens and yeah. he has to go on and he's like, well, you know, this is all a bit. Look at, you think I'm a serious journalist? I talked no. about pet skunks I think for it is a bit. segment. Yeah. And then I talked about white genocide. Okay? I mean, people <laughs> forget that he was on MSNBC at one point. Yeah. I mean, I I do think that this is a bit he's playing. He's getting paid well for it. And shame on him, though, for not considering what the actual consequences of that are. I mean, because those are smart, real. He's a smart enough person that that there has to be some sort of end goal. I mean, like, because he is. A, I think it's he's just making ext- money. I think he's, he's an extraordinarily greedy, wealthy yeah. person before he started. And mm-hmm. he is an even more extraordinarily wealthy person right. now. And I get that, like, money isn't like people with a billion dollars all they care about is getting the second billion. Um, But it's this idea that like, what worries me is that like, is he waiting for the moment where he, is he, is he more powerful than, you know, than if he ran for president or if he ran for governor or something like that? Is he he more powerful in this position? Yeah. Because he's not time limited here. So. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me though, Zach, if he ended up running for office, that would be like, "Mm, I mean, I mean, I'm sure he could. I mean, he would be probably any number of people's, you know, vice presidential candidate choice in a, in a heartbeat. Um, I mean, not that, or vice versa, you know, I mean, like him and DeSantis running would be, I don't, (laughs) not that Fox news would probably force him. I mean, the question is, would Fox news force him to get rid of his show? Um, The only kind of thing that probably stops him from ever doing anything political. On the other hand, the dude has so much more power and he realizes uh, like so many people on the right wing do is that they realize is that it is culture is way more important right. than in a lot of ways, because if you right. shift, the culture, oh, I agree. Um, politics, you don't need to. Right. 
No, you're not wrong on that. So last week we talked about uh, Identity Europa uh, founder Nathan D'Amigo being present in Atlanta um, during the Cop City protests, or at least having somebody working for him there president um, at the protests. I went through that whole um, story with screenshots and whatnot. So I'm wondering now, is this becoming a thing? Because this week in Florida, We had uh, Joshua Nunez, who is the founder of the National Socialists in Florida. He's extremely Nazi guy, extremely Nazi, very far right. He showed Mm -hmm. up to a DSA meeting, uh, the Democrat Socialists of Florida. He showed up to their meeting and was obviously promptly escorted out. Um, Let's put this screenshot up. Um, What kills me is he's actually wearing a NatSoc Florida t-shirt to the meeting, as if he was going to like walk in wearing that t-shirt and nobody was going to like be like, Ha! Don't think so, Nazi. I mean, that's pretty brazen. Um, I I mean, I I, feel like I I don't I don't know. Like you go, you do that to get kicked out. Um, I guess that's the thing. Or you really think that no one's going to notice the very clear symbols on your chest? I mean, anywhere you're going to go, like if you go to a DSA meeting, people have a basic idea of what symbols look like at, at at a DSA meeting, and so that's right. That yeah. And which is what happened. Um, I want to pull up another thread um, of just some background information on who Joshua Nunez Nunez is. So uh, this is some shots. Let's pull up this thread, Colin. Um, Nazis at Natsoc, Florida are really putting out some high quality 1488 recruitment propaganda. So 1488, as we've discussed, is, you know, it's a Nazi phrase. Uh, The 14 is the 14 words about preserving white children, blah, blah, blah. The 88 is uh, H.H. Heil Hitler. It's the eighth letter in the alphabet. so, you know, that's the symbol. That's the National so- Socialists of Florida. Um, you know, let's scroll down and take a look at some of these things. We can put that up. Get married, have kids, be the white face that they hate. You know, again, there's this idea that white women aren't having white babies. You see this push in a lot of the socialist channels. Um, here is his, his uh, Twitter, which I think is actually back up. Um, I'm glad that you're enjoying yourself. Truth fears no investigation, unlike you and your comrades with the three parentheses denoting that he thinks they're Jewish. I don't hide behind a veil of anonymity. You have made it clear many times that remaining anonymous is extremely important to you. Um, I hope that you keep the same energy when our people show up in your neighborhood. I do love barbecue. <laughs> Silly veiled threats. Um, so one of the things that they did is this laser thing. Um, oh, wait, one more. I want to scroll down to this guy with the mask. Uh, Florida Nazis get mad online daily news thing. That's obviously not a real headline, but this is another meme. Um, for, there you go. That one. Yeah. So that's their symbol. there, the same one that you saw on the T-shirt. Yeah. Right. So I want to pull up a video, though. Of the next one, Colin, it's a video. It's um, so they had this like laser thing that they were doing, this Nazi laser thing. So they paid some guy who was going around Florida and he was doing these laser signages on the sides of buildings all over the place. This is um, yeah. one of them. And, they, and then they would shoot these propaganda videos. Um, so they were creating these propaganda videos. What They would shoot the, the they called it the laser. Um, and they would put them online. So let's play this one um, with GDL, Goyam TV.
so that's just a typical thing that they would do. So it says Jews are wrecking the United States of America. So they were going around town, putting up this laser on the sides of buildings, shooting videos, yeah. and then populating their Telegram channel with this. Yeah, this has been going on for quite a while. Like I, I remember seeing this video, one not this video, but a different video that was actually considerably more clear on the side of a building. Like you're talking about like six stories high projection on the side, which as somebody who's, who's worked with people that do those, the, not those type of videos, but like those type of projection, like a projection of that sort of thing is activism. That takes a lot. That's a very expensive yeah. process and um, to the, the power that you need on a projector and, and everything like that. And the fact that, that they've been going on off and on for quite a while. And, you know, usually, usually those things get shut down after like 10 seconds because the cops not in do Florida. You know, cops are like, no, we're not doing that. But I guess not in Jacksonville. Um, but it is, it is, you know, it is terrifying that like how long it went on. Uh, yeah. And it's no, it is terrifying. And it, I, it's not going to stop. So somebody's actually, you're right, it is expensive to do this. Um, so I want to keep going um, down this thread. I want to pull up one of the other photos. They actually put up a swastika flag on a Tampa overpass. Uh, so this, uh, I want to pull up some of the other photos here. So this was this is something that is com becoming common with these groups too. Communism is Jewish, right? So they're now trying to marry theoretical communism, which is the, another one of their boogeymans like Antifa is with being Jewish, right? It's, it's ostensibly a Jewish belief, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, and then Jews did nine 11 watch nine one on missing links. Um, I want to pull up the next one, which is they put a, a literal swastika up on the overpass. I don't know how many hours that one stood up, but so just, I mean, I want people to get the idea here how extreme this guy is and so the fact that he showed up at a dsa meeting is kind of crazy i'm not sure what his intent and purpose is uh, you know part of me part of me zach believes that a lot of these guys are looking for rohawa right to start the racial yeah. holy war and, and they do that by accelerating things because it's not moving fast enough the left isn't becoming violently responsible for the same level of acts that the right wing extremists have become right so yeah, as how much do as we they get try these... to claim that they they are but yeah yeah right so how do we ramp that up oh well we go to the cop city protest or we go to the dsa meeting or we go to you know whatever i just so do you think this is something that's going to become to me it feels um to be frank it feels really kind of almost tinfoil hat conspiracy theories because I tend to believe, you know, kind of false flag events are kind of bullshit in the generally when people yeah. talk about them. But yet we're seeing this happen. This is, some, this is something the Proud Boys, you know, and different groups have always kind of, you show up to this, you know, this is why we sh they, they're showing up to, um, uh, you know, uh, drag, sh uh, you know, kids drag shows or whatever. Uh, the uh, drag shows and protesting and getting in people's faces. They're trying to get punched. They're trying to start something because right. they know that's true. You know, they at least they think that they they then in respond can have the justification. Well, he punched first. That right. means I can beat the living out of him, and right. and kind of justify pull these clips and have these kind of ready fox news will will obviously you know spread them along the way that's right going, look yeah. at you know the left is just look as at how violent violent look at antifa this. is yeah you're not wrong on that so we've seen that happening now for a couple of years so i guess yeah. the next level of this is like well it's still not escalating fast enough let's pretend we're antifa i mean like which is crazy to me but I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, unless it's the, uh, the was it the Lincoln Project showing up as uh, fake Nazis? But um, <laughs> remember that story? 
um but uh that would that's always the joke whenever we see patriot right. uh patriot front somewhere or something like that it was like is it a lincoln project or is it it's like a lincoln, anyway yeah. but um <laughs> on bad decisions on what overly funded uh um centrist democratic groups but anyway but um but the fact you know i mean the fact is is that they've been trying this for a very long time and that it is almost never that the left takes the bait um but if you keep trying it there's an inevitability especially uh, especially as both sides continue to um, like I'm working on a story right now about like um, people on the left that are that are training to use firearms and know how to and just have it on a person right. not in a not in a like protest or march sort of way but just as no a, yeah, yeah we're continually I think getting death threats we're continually being attacked yeah. they have guns we don't we don't I can't right. have a security person with me all the time right. I can't be in a secure room I need to have that especially since if you're if you're you know if you're somebody that's doing you know good work there's a really good chance that if you're you know an activist or anything like that you're living in a red state that has just open guns everywhere <laughs> which is something that you know i live in virginia now and like realizing that you're like i never have i can never have road rage i can never flip anyone off I no can never right because the other guy might have a gun and shit, yeah gun. um and so it's just like oh just everyone can do everything and just like let that person right. cut in line because i don't need to get into a fight with somebody who likely has a firearm on them um and so and so understandably the left is kind of being reactionary for a while it. but the left is yeah. you know understandably arming up and so there's going to be a certain point where right. something happens and whether or not it's right. going to be justified whether or not it's um you know going to happen in the right way that the i mean here's the other thing too is you have to uh, you have to hope that the police believe the you know i'm going to use their stereotype the blue-haired liberal that happens to have a gun didn't shoot first or didn't do whatever you have to you have to trust in the system which is not I something don't. which is one of I the reasons trust. that i'm very uncomfortable yeah. with the idea of of lefties having guns because historically it doesn't end well for us um, and it yeah. doesn't end because it's there, used as a justification. That's you know? right. There is definitely an inherent right wing bias in local law enforcement that I agree that it's so a lot, of, but a lot of this is understandable reactionary stuff at this point. I mean, I mean, it's defensive. And, I, it's, I think it's defensive, but I, understand, it, I, I get why. Yeah. But here's the. But I don't think you're wrong. I think the the right wing is going to keep ratcheting up the ante on it, and it and it gets it could get ugly out there. I agree yeah. with you. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have. This is this is one of the one of the reasons. Is somebody like I have a family that um uh that have been in the gun lobby. Um, so like I'm very intimate okay. intimate with the gun lobby, the gun world. I don't. I personally don't like guns, but I totally understand why yeah, people are, uh, would be arming and i also but i, I also <clears throat> and i don't know if there's an answer to what it is because i don't like when we ratchet up to their level and then go back and forth and but on the other hand what do we do when we have an entire government that isn't doing anything about it you know <laughs> the state of the union um last night where you actually had the parents of a murdered um a, a, a murdered son murdered by cops and then you have the president of the united states saying we need to reform the police and give them more money so they can be reformed giving and them more money the isn't going to do it right I know, right? And, you know this is a president that's he's probably actually genuinely more pro-cop than donald trump ever was um or definitely currently is because you know the, the the whole blue lives matter thing was kind of exposed on january 6th quite well um but democrat Demo you know, centrist Democrats are more pro cop than probably anybody else 
anyone they, else yeah, in this they country. don't they're not reading the room i'd say a and b you know adding more money to the pot isn't going to fix what's broken what's broken is the way they uh recruit individuals yep. from the military that probably have ptsd how they yep. recruit individuals that are far too young to be given a badge and a gun they're right out of high school who recruit um, and allow, you know, sort of right-wing extremist neo-Nazi beliefs to fester within the, in the department, who hide behind, you know, the the police si- silence shield, whatever, protect yeah. the, the bad apples from, you know, not, not doing anything about them. And, you know, I mean, there's all of that rhetoric and it's absolutely true. We see it time and time again, and more money is not going to fix it. Um, I mean, I, I, I go back to, um, I was covering Ferguson, um, the protests right. that were happening around there, and... Uh, it was in the hotel lobby bar, um, having a drink after, you know, everything. And we're watching, obviously, all the news is on in the bar and it's just cycling. It's all about, you know, it's all about um, uh, Michael Brown and and kind of talking with all everyone's, you know, everyone on the talking heads are having very concerned conversations about, you know, well, you know, what did what he did was right or wrong or whatever, police or whatever. Right. And um, the person sitting next to me. And I think I was probably talking to other journalists and being relatively open because, you know, a couple drinks. And the guy next to me goes, you know, I just came back from Iraq. Um, and the idea that police uh, that uh, police agencies are specifically trying to get people like me into the uh, into the police forces, that terrifies me. Yeah. Um, we literally like two weeks ago, I was on the back of a Humvee with orders essentially to shoot at anything that right. looked like a threat. Right. And that cannot be the way that you handle policing. We yeah, handle policing. I know. And it was just like, like the shocking moment where it's just like something that, yeah. you know, like, I think we all have this conversation where it's just like military and this is a huge sidetrack <laughs> conversation, but it, but it is like the, you know, people going directly from you know, basically, shoot first ask questions later to right. to this and you know this is uh it's a recipe um, this for is destruction but it's yeah it's you know the idea that you can train you know i mean maybe i guess you can train after many many years of you know kind of get that out of there but if you don't have again it's like the problem is is that the accountability aspect and the fact that you know we do right. have this kind of idea of who is the threat at any given day um, according to the police. And one thing that I always point out at protests is that who the police feel comfortable with are who they have their backs to. And every single protest I've ever been to, the Proud Boys are, are the ones they backs. have their back to. That, you're 100% the correct. Front. You're and right. so this is And this then is they what complain. Mike kills me. They always complain about journalists being behind them. I'm like, what do you think we're going to do? I've literally had police officers turn around to groups of journalists and be like, I don't want these guys behind me. I'm like, what do you think we're going to do? I mean, I'm I'm very like I give you know just like coming up behind you like give you know kind of those like heads yeah, up whenever same I'm like here and I'm always crowd. shocked when I hear this Which, stuff because I'm like, what do you think is gonna yeah, happen? Yeah, I mean to be fair, like I, I I wish that more people do like anytime you're running you know running in the middle of a protest and somebody comes up behind you, it's like it scares. But the idea of them having a you know somebody having a gun, I just have a camera, um, but right. they have a gun, and so, but you know I mean like it's. It's a mentality. It's a problem. I agree. Yeah. One thing after Unite the Right that, you know, really that kind of exposed and it really should have had, really should have made some dramatic, massive changes that we saw after Unite the Right rally. Oh my God. But especially after January 6th is that we should have had the conversation going, how many, wait, how many off-duty cops 
were, were in at January mix. 6th, how yeah. many you know, law enforcement and military were yeah. at Charlottesville? Right. Wait a, a lot. Yeah. What's going on and, here? Yeah. And how many were covered up? And the fact that, you know, we had to find out through the twi- people on Twitter, like matching faces. Right. I don't know. Right. Like, I, if you believe that law enforcement will fix themselves, you would believe that they go, holy Holy shit, John was, that's John. He's he's breaking windows. Goes, what's go- yeah, I know, right? would be like, he's... I'm going to report that to my union and be like, okay, yeah. you know, hopefully that would do something, but obviously it doesn't. No, because the union's going to protect them. They did protect a lot of them. That's just a fact. Yeah. Um, all right, I want to play another Tucker Carlson clip because um, he's talking about what I'm going to call anti- anti-white racism as if this is an actual thing and not an oxymoron, but let's play this. Yeah. But the core of the Democratic program is race hatred. Obviously, the party of Jim Crow is still at it. They never really changed. They just call it equity now. Florida State University, completely controlled by the left, has just adopted a series of diversity, equity, and inclusion programs to promote bigotry openly. Castigates believing Christians for their Christian privilege. <laughs> There's no Christian privilege in this country, by the way. The school also offers a racially segregated scholarship that bars white students from applying, which is illegal, but it's also race hatred. What's another word for it? There isn't one. It's race hatred. But this is everywhere. This is so dangerous and so fucking messed up. He's basically saying equity, yeah. equity, inclusion. So we're now, what, what we're talking about doing here is bringing disenfranchised groups like black folks, brown folks, whatever, up to the same level that white folks have always had in this country from, from jump, always had in this country from jump. Yeah. All of a sudden, and he's calling that race hatred? Are you, I mean, listen, my point is he's becoming... So fucking extreme. He sounds like a Nazi. I'm sorry, this yeah. clip, Tucker Carlson sounds like a Nazi. No, I mean, this This is the kind of the base tenets of like any time you have uh, people start discussing about equality. And if you start feeling that equality means that something's being taken away from you, then... like that's this is this is how every single like hate group begins this is how this is the basic like 101 of if you're trying to bring in members of patriot front or whatever you literally look at the messaging you look at the conversation i mean this is the proud boys like western value western civilization is the best and everything like that and this is how it all this is how it all starts and the fact that again as we've as we've hammered is the fact that he's you know the number one broadcaster on any given night it's scary to the largest number of people and has people turning in night after night it's not like you know oh rachel maddow had a really great night where she broke down some you know some russia uh uh story or something like that and then her numbers were really big but no this is every single night this is must-see television for you know a majority of the of the of of one of the major of the one of the two political parties in America um, and that he's speaking to one group of people and he knows who he's speaking to and he can speak to just that group of people and not have to worry not have to give a damn about anybody else while all the other cable news networks every single other host every single other person they have to talk to a what they their producers are telling them at least that they have to talk to this huge audience. And we had one host, one host, yeah. um, which I very regret because I'm blanking on her name, the African-American woman um, who just got booted from uh, MSNBC because she was uh, uh, she was talking about race issues too too much. Um, uh, and Joy? No, not Joy. Not Reed. Joy. Yeah, no, uh, she was Bear? a weekend host. No, um, uh, weekend host. Melissa? Yeah. <laughs> Melissa Perry? Like how long ago? Uh, just like two months ago, she was fired. Oh, okay. I miss this. Um, I guess what I want to say about this Tucker Carlson clip, though, is that I, I think that this is something that you would have. Sorry. 
That's okay. Who? What's her name? Yeah. Tiffany Cross. Oh, Tiffany, Tiffany Cross. Cross. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know she was fired. That's how little I pay attention to cable news hosts. Um, but I think what's important here is that this is now being normalized. This is how far to the right the Overton window is on Fox News. A huge audience. Millions of viewers. Mm -hmm. This is something that you would have only seen in a White Lives Matter type channel on Telegram three years ago. This is how this yeah. is how far the Overton window has moved. This would not have been acceptable on cable news three years ago. I don't think it would mm -hmm. have. I don't think anyone would dare to say it. Like, I don't think that, that people would, would dare to even bring this in the conversation. The fact that now we have relatively centrist, um, you know, see, people see, perceived as centrist um, Republicans um, having this conversation in different ways. Like CPAC, yeah. I went to, when I went to CPAC earlier, uh, or late last year, um, down in, uh, one time down in Texas, when Texas was the absolute worst, and almost every single person was talking about this message in different ways. Um, if it wasn't that, it was talking about how trans people are the worst people planet and they're going, they're coming for your children or something. I don't even know how, I don't even know how to like, kind of like really perceive yeah. on how right wingers perceive trans people as a threat. Um, but <laughs> okay. It's crazy. Like, but it is, but it is like, this has become kind of a mainstream thing again, like wrapping up with the, uh, the March for life. Thing, it's this idea that like, you know, white people are being overwhelmed and this, this kind of idea that the, um, because of the population shift happening in this country, that's happening, not just because of immigration, which is its own, you know, which is its own thing, but because of population shift that, you know, white people are just not having as many um, kids or, or whatever. Or, or wait, the worst, scariest thing of all is that, and this is true, is that white people are having interracial marriages with other folks. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing is that, you know, I mean, I like mean, that, that, that's, that's a race traitor thing. And, and that's, you know, and, People are, you know, there's large numbers of people who are. They shouldn't be. I mean, the fact that. that people are terrified is like frightful to me. Here's here's the reality: white folks were never a global majority when we talk about the yeah. entire world population wise. Never. We have gotten away with ruling everybody for a very long time, and it's time that the roosters came home to roost, right? So the idea that equity, equity is hatred. Equity is being racist. Equity inclusion is bad is just unbelievable and inexcusable rhetoric that we are hearing on the regular and now we're hearing it on Fox News. And I, this is very bad. I just can't, when I heard this, I was like, wow, he's just, you know, full hood off now at this point. I, I mean, the fact that this is internationalized as well. And the fact right. that like, oh, 100% you know, there's countries, there's so many countries that are like yeah. paying people to have kids. Not that we don't, anyways, single. <laughs> A single childless male. I'm not going to get on the rant about, you know, right. taxes and things like that. But, um, you know, it's just like the fact that we benefit people to have, you know, in a lot of ways to have kids. Like, obviously, I know kids are expensive, you know, whatever. But, um, but it is, but it is like something that like we are so, you know, and this, I don't even know if this is the core tenet of it, is we are so anti-immigrant in this country. Yeah. The idea that like, we can't just be like, okay, so we have these people who want to come here. Um, why don't we let right. them come here? And then we're good. Um, and then, you know, have a system where um, people, you help people, you know, we're a melt. Yeah, oh my God, I can't believe I'm using a Dennis Miller bit from like 30 years ago. <laughs> They're like, we're, we're a melting pot, um, right. you know, and like help people melt and that sort yeah, of thing. I mean, and, but if like, they the want to, they do whatever. Yeah, I mean. That you have to immediately already been be there. One of the things is to bring, yeah. one of the things that public education did so 
did uh, historically in America, it kind of did at least well, like uh, compared to other countries, you know, some other countries, um, you know, it's just like that, like, no, we, we teach you one thing. We teach you a good, decent history or whatever. I had a, I had a, I had good history professors or teachers okay. in, in high school. Yeah. So I can say that for me, <laughs> but um, it's probably different no matter where. I, oh my God. Well, country, yeah, no, but, but, yeah. but it is the fact that like now we can't have, you know, DeSantis is, you know, getting is, is, uh, is able to change the, um, the college board's decision on, on how African-American studies taught for the whole country. It's it's scary. Yeah. And, and one of the, one of the most disturbing things is that, you know, it's like, it's like, I've been writing, writing a lot about DeSantis and kind of like going through and following all of the kind of nightmarish things. He's kind of just checking off on the boxes of, of, uh, of his, you know, steps towards running for president. And there's so many Democrats, there's so many, um, I, I would hope to believe centrist Democrat people, again, don't believe that, oh, his message is too extreme for this country. It's not going to work. <laughs> and I'm just going, we're, we're really doing this all again. Are we really doing we 2015 are. all again where Donald we Trump are. goes down the goes down the escalator and says Mexicans are rapists. And then, you know, oh, well, he was right. too extreme. And then Keith Ellison's on a on network take TV again going, yeah, guys, <laughs> like he's going to win. Um, exactly. But it is. It, we it's, are doing this shocking. again, apparently. And, you know, DeSantis yeah. is way worse than Trump. Anybody that doesn't see that is not paying attention. He is the, the more biggest... committed to these Christian fascist values and he's more competent. That's I mean, that's the biggest thing is that he's unlike Donald Trump. He has actually succeeded in doing things. And yeah. but one of the things that also worries me is that we have Brian Kemp, who has passed almost all of these same laws that that uh, in different ways that uh DeSantis brian kemp, is, done, very but dangerous brian kemp is still probably could get on msnbc on some shows which and is scary because he's still right. he's still perceived as you know a hero that stood up against right. donald trump he's like no you just didn't want to no he didn't he just didn't want it he didn't want to end up in jail himself yeah anybody <laughs> that i mean it's like ridiculous come on now yeah and but you have you have several state you know for, uh if it wasn't for the democrats uh democratic legislature state legislature it, here in virginia you'd have the same thing happening here and so you have multiple states all three people by the way are front runners when you talk about brian kemp in the in the when the runoff was happening uh or when the last election was happening last year you know there was a new york times piece there was um uh, I'm trying to remember how many of there's like at least three pieces yeah. that wrote about Brian Kemp is the president is is our next president. He's the future mm, of the Republican Yeah, I remember Party. that. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, Greg, Greg Palace and I were like freaking no. out about it. We have a whole <laughs> film about it. <laughs> so we're yeah, like, in a, in exactly. a way, we're ha you know, we're like, OK, let's have this conversation. But right. um, we're happy that people will pay attention to him um, because he is what I think he he and uh, DeSantis, the, the trio combo of whatever. You know, if they figure out maybe they can do a V, he's a he's a perfect Mike Mike Pence replacement. I think I agree. Um, oh, hundred percent. And they're I all mean, young. I, see, I mean, this is one thing too. They're all young too. I could see Brian Kemp and DeSantis on the same ticket. Quite frankly, <laughs> I know. Scary. This is me just cringing. If anyone's just listening, but <laughs> that is cringe. It is cringe, but it could happen. Yeah. Um, I want to play next. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene again. Of course, she is a regular topic on right-wing insanity because you know <laughs> let's play this clip about the 1.5 billion that never was given to anybody for any reason because i have no idea where she got this from but let's play this Adaro, can you tell me uh how much how much covid cash went to crt crt critical race theory and education it's it's a racist right. uh, uh curriculum used to teach children uh, that somehow their white skin is not equal to black skin and other things in education. Yeah. 
Uh, no, I do not know that, but I, I do know that there's f provisions that the uh, federal funds generally are not used, they're supposed to be used for curriculum. Oh, that's a state. Oh, Mr. Dodaro, I have to tell you, in Illinois, that they, they receive 5.1 billion um, at at an elementary school there that that used it for equity and diversity. Um, so it's it's being used for these things, uh, Mr. Dodaro. Can you? T okay, no, that never happened. MTG is just making some shit up right now. No school. This is a verifiable fact. No school received 5.1 billion dollars to teach equity training. That never. I, I would argue fucking... that no school got 5.1 billion dollars. Period. In funding. Exactly. It's just a ludicrous. <laughs> like... It's a ludicrous claim that she's making. It's a joke. But yeah. also, I want to point out her rhetoric. Right again, she's making this. She's turning the table. She's trying to say anybody that is arguing for equity. We're not talking about prefacing anybody over anyone else. We're talking about correcting a problem in the country, i.e. white people have had control over everything. White people have murdered black folks. White people have stolen money from black folks. I mean, we, I don't even have to give our audience the history. They know what I'm talking about. But the idea that we should do something to correct that stuff isn't hatred or racism against white people. I'm sorry, yeah. inclusion equity isn't racist against white people. And the idea that it is, is entirely dangerous and it's expanding in its reach. Yeah. No, I mean, this is, this is the facts matter party arguing about like hating the idea that facts have, you know, facts are right. having to be taught um, because it's like only certain facts matter. That's, that's, that's what, yeah. that, what, that's what MTG, this entire political Tucker kind of Carlson. idea they are the racist ones. They are the ones that want to hold on to white supremacy. You guys are the racist ones. You are the ones that want to be at the top of a fucking iceberg controlling everybody else around you. You are the ones that want to do harm to other individuals because they don't look like you. You are the problem. I'm, I'm so tired of them trying to like reframe the argument as if they're the victims. I, I will say I think that the uh, the 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 gentleman in the clip uh, whose name I, I missed um, he, uh, he does whether or not yeah. he actually like... is being I'm not quite sure whether he's playing a bit or not um, but like I don't know I what know, you're right? talking about he's just like, doing what? that flat and like because it's like if you accept that like this argument because not a single person actually knows what CRT is. A lot. Uh, some of them don't even know it stands for critical race theory, but like they exactly. don't even know. Unless you're what aggressive, I actually know what CRT is because I studied it in grad school. Like nobody is teaching CRT to grammar school kids, let alone. Yeah, no. I mean, it's ridiculous. Like, yeah, no. I mean, this this idea that like anyone that like Howard Zinn's People's History of the United States is like so, this sort of like leftist uh, yeah. Bible or something like that, which I, I think it's the closest thing to it. But um, <laughs> that I might that I might read. But um, I know some historians uh, uh, will argue with me. But right. Um, but the fact is that like we we just even having the conversation of things we haven't talked about uh, before is now critical race theory, which it isn't like it isn't even right. that uh, the fact that we're like digging up new um, things that are documented are, you know, like actually talking about the, re the how the reconstruction didn't. How, how old? I mean, here's a question. How old were you when you found out that no people actually were never given 40 acres and a mule? Yeah, because I was taught up until like high school that yeah that was a thing that happened and that You're it just right. like the reconstruction. I didn't worked, find out till I was in college. And I, you know, actually got out into the world at college and, and met people from different walks yeah. of life and had my entire worldview completely upended. <laughs> and it's just, like, which I mean, was again, a good thing. Like, 
it's Which actually something that never happened. It's documented. No, I know. It's not. It's not even a question that it didn't happen. And for some reason, it didn't happen. Switching that from no. And the fact the it didn't happen is, as far as I'm concerned, is a good argument for why reparations need to proceed. I mean, not to go down yeah. into another rabbit hole, but no. I mean, the idea that our schooling has been in any way anti-white is fucking ridiculous right because you're, yeah. you're what you're talking about right now is a prime example of that if it if we were being realistic about how history actually was we know that 40 acres new meal never happened we'd know that right we'd know yeah. about you know i don't know you get me <laughs> yeah no i mean and, and the, i mean the, again you know i mean this is one of the most harped on things it's february it's black history month the fact that it's the shortest month of the year okay all those jokes are fantastic and true but um but the yeah. fact the fact is that like we the reason we don't have a white history month is because every month is white history month every, yeah and I mean, the we fact don't that every single thing is white history spent. month i mean it's so I, ridiculous I, I know a lot i know a lot of african-american professors and um and uh um and activists who are like i hate black history month because it should be the entire it should be integrated um i know another word everyone on the right hates is integration but integrated right. into education and shouldn't just be right. here's some special things you learn about the peanut no, butter here's guy actual and then, history yeah, yeah instead of tokenizing learn about something the I get and then that. you move yeah. on and then we're going back to uh we're going back to the fact that you know carpet i, I just remembering that like a middle school textbook um again from a very good liberal progressive high school public high school i went to spent an entire page talking about carpetbaggers and only recently yeah. I've started reading more about, um, as I'm working on a documentary film, um, like reading about the reconstruction and about this idea of like this idea of carpetbaggers being basically was like a political cartoonist, like thought process and then just expanding it. And the fact that it was just basically, um, northerners coming, maybe it was northerners coming down going, please, you know, you can't murder, um, you can't murder the, the freed black people you can't right. do that and that that was the idea of carpetbaggers um right. um but or formerly some of them were even formerly uh former slaves who came down and ran in their the place that they used to live um in polit for political office and won and that was right. somehow perceived as a carpetbagger but right it's, because it's they wanted to make it derogatory but yeah i got yeah you. yeah and, and it, because the 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 re the uh the southern uh, the South has always led our nation. I mean, like, I think there's a very good argument. The fact the South actually did win the war um, and that like yeah. the war was is, has been long over and that the South actually won. Um, if you go to the South, it certainly they they certainly won't <laughs> disagree. Um, right. But this idea that um, this idea that the guy that made critical race theory, something that's existed for many, many, many years and no one's given a good, goddamn crap about um, suddenly it's something that you have to care about. Um, Christopher Rufo, um, who is literally admitted, he just taught, he says the quiet part on Twitter <laughs> and says, Hey, let's, let's give this a try and see if people care about this. And they're yeah. like, Oh my God, I can't believe he actually has said before. He's like, I can't believe this actually worked. He has just a guy on Twitter has, has been able to gain enough prominence that he's now on the board of the new college, uh, the new, uh, college, um, in new Florida. Florida college. Um, yeah. the, the one of the progress, few progressive kind of like world schools that teaching more. He's now on the board of that. Um, somebody who has no education background, no, no education background, not even as like an educator, but also he doesn't seem to really have an education background outside of how to manipulate uh, people on the right. And yeah. he's very effective on that. But for some reason now he's sitting on a, a board along with, you know, DeSantis said, yeah, they DeSantis did this, right? He's like, I'm yeah. going to put these crazy 
right-wing extremists on this college board and we're going to be able to change the curriculum for many other schools by doing so um which i mean which is again he's desantis is very smart i mean again we're all assuming he's running for president um but right. like again the fact that um he is building his base he's taking these people he's giving these people power who are online yeah. or whatever and building this base and then yeah. He is not going to have that. These are people that Trump are not going to have. And you're already seeing this kind of infighting happening where Trump hasn't been able to, like, kind of pull the numbers that he used to at a couple of rallies and people, the rats are fleeing the ship. Um, but, you know, I mean, all it takes is one big rally and Trump is back um, or Trump actually finally giving up on truth social and going back to his millions of followers on Twitter, um, which I only assume has to be at some point soon. He's already Trump is already uh been taken he's taken himself off the board um and uh there's been a lot of conversation about him leaving kind of the giving up on the site altogether um but it's it's going to be it's going to be terrifying i mean like i always enjoy the kind of the idea of like let them fight you know the the godzilla meme um (laughs) but uh this site it's it's the question is is like when everybody like desantis and if you know if Kemp or if any number you know if if a governor in Texas, you know, decides he wants to get in, the, in on the fun, um, they're going to be proposing farther and farther right wing strategies yeah. to try to like go yeah. bump each other up and be like, oh, I'm more more MAGA than right. you or I'm more MAGA right. than you. And how many people's lives are going to be affected along the way? That's yeah. the terrifying. No, I don't disagree. Yeah, it's terrifying. Um, Zach, if folks want to follow your work, where's the best place for them to do that at? Uh, for now, it's uh, uh, probably head over to uh, Twitter, um, okay. uh, ZD Roberts. Uh, my portfolio work is uh, photos and that sort of thing. If you want to see what I've covered is uh, zdroberts.com. And then uh, um, uh, patreon.com slash ZD Roberts for kind of my podcasts and different things that I do. Right on. Thanks for joining me, Zach. Always a pleasure to speak with you about right-wing insanity. Thanks so much for having me. <laughs> <laughs>